You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kivilevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. It goes without saying that we are in unprecedented times, not just in terms of the threat to lives in Eretz Yisrael, but in terms of the whole world understanding the role of the Jewish people, the presence of the Jewish people, the unleashing of anti-Semitism in such horrid forms, not only in the massacre of Simchas but as it's showing its head throughout the world in so many ways, unprecedented times indeed. And one of the things when, when we get simonim of things that are outside of what we expect, the Rabbani Shalom expects us, as the Rambam says, in to try to be Mishayar what message God is sending. We don't have Nevi'im. But we should try to begin to articulate some sort of response based on what the message is and what Klausro is going through and, and what would be the direction we take next. But I turn to someone who I respect as an original thinker, and yet at the same time, someone who is Mushrash in the Messiah of Israel Saba, someone who holds tight to the Messiah in Machshava that he received from his Rabbeim, uh, Ramesh Shapiro and Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg, and that is my good friend, Rabbi Yochanan Bechafer. And Rabbi Yochanan, uh, when I called him this morning, said, I agree, something needs to be said. So Rabbi Yochanan, thanks for agreeing to talk about what you understand Klaus Yisrael's response should be to the events of the last two weeks and what they portend. There's a lot to learn uh, about the gravity of the situation just from uh, where it started from. It started from Simchas Torah. And this is uh, particularly shocking, aside from the, the how shocking the atrocities committed were. But the timing is truly shocking uh, because, as as we know, the end of Simchas Torah, uh, you know, Shmini uh, Atzeres, is that this is our special day to be alone with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, just us and him. There is, Zar lo yavor b'neihem, you know, a foreign entity cannot come in between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know, during Sukkot, we are still dealing with, um, you know, leftovers. Uh, you know, uh, the uh, Umasom trying to appeal the good din that we got, you know, on Yom Kippur. And uh, that's why there, there's this theme of, you know, Shivim Parm, connected Shivim Umos, right? Because uh, they're pushing back. They want to appeal the good judgment that we got. So we have to sacrifice these 70 bulls uh, to offset their Ketrugim and Shamayim. And that's what's brought down in the Zayar. We run away to the Sukkah, Tzilad Memnusa, where we're safe, where Akash was protecting us. And uh, and also the hakafis that you know, that we do with the lulav, be it the nanu and be it the hakafis, you know, says the Ramchal in the Derech Hashem. Kishem Hashem Nikra Lecha Mecca, which, by the way, the Bnei Soschor in his uh, in the Tefillah he composed before Netzias Lulav references the same idea and references that pasuk. The Dalad Minim are connected the four Isis Yud Kevavke, and we're carrying God's name upon us. And with the Nanuim, whereas we're shooting in all directions, and with the Hakafa that we do with the uh, with the Arba Minim, it's also another layer of protection. 
And this is all supposed to come to uh, a head on Hoshana Rabbah, where we make the second chosa, the second seal, right? That we've, the idea is on this great day, we are finally saved from all the kitrugim, all the prosecution from the nations of the world, from their ministering angels in heaven. And we get our second seal that you have like, we have an inner seal that was made on Yom Kippur, an outer seal that's made on Hoshana Rabbah, where they, so they have no way to grab on, not even on the outside. And, and, and Shmini Atzeris is supposed to be that day that we're, we're, it's all behind us. The Nitziv writes in a number of places that it was not just the time that we are in a way being makriv towards them. And, and we're also, they also would come to Yerushalayim. And it suggests that the minig of Kaheles, which is read on Sukkot, is because Shlomo Melech himself composed it for all the non-Jewish visitors that would come on Sukkot. It was, it, in other words, it, it reverberated throughout the countries, at least close by or maybe even far, that what was going on had a connection to them. And that's why Kaheles, he suggests, is a book that sounds like it could be written from a philosopher from any country, because it was in the language only at the end of Kayelis do we have the soid of Kayelis of what it's about. But the beginning of the Sefer was ideas that he had actually put forth to, it's, I'm, I'm using an anachronistic term, to a Gentile audience. But that's what it was. It was the, it was the Goyim that he was talking to. And they were around. And they, they in a way, part of it. And you even see, by the way, from the Psukim in Zechariah, at the end of Zechariah, that the, 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 the Messianic age that we hope for, that the non-Jews will come to be Choyges Chagasukais. So you're right. Chagasukais is not only a protection from them, a sign that we sort of like stave them off, but it was also an embracing time, a time that they seemed, there was a, a great sense of, of, of connectivity and them understanding our role and how we even work together with them. So the Zmanagola's common ground gives them room to try to appeal the din of uh, Yom Kippur. And lost over the common ground is to come and see Ru Ma Ben Ovid Hashem Lashel Lo Avado, to see the big difference between us and them. And Shmi says, no common ground. The one and only nation that there should only be. It's connected to the Elifashmini of Olamabad. There's only going to be one nation there, right? Just us and even the Hasidim Musa'olam that will be there. Uh, and the words of Ramchal, they're like a Levushan Klai, so they're not a separate nation. They're an appendage. So, so, you know, Shmitzer's our special day. Us and them that, you know, that they, they're not even there. We're not, that's why we could go back into the house. We don't even need protection. They're not there anymore. They're not there, right? And, and so getting, you know, this attack, on Shmini Atzeris is such a big slap in the face that you know that you know that we thought we we had it all sealed up, pun intended, sealed up. We had the inner chosam from Yom Kippur, we had the outer chosam from Oshana Rabba, you know, doubly, you know, two border walls, and it all got penetrated, which which is a sad, it's a sad statement on uh on on that you know Igloi Mosul Mafreya, we did not do well. During Yamim No Royim this year, we failed. We failed. So now, you know, to, you know, to further, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, drive this home, you know, this Chag is called Simcha Satora. 
you know, because not just because we finished the Torah, because, you know, that wasn't always the case. You know, for the last thousand years or so, everyone, the, all Klaisos on an annual cycle of finishing uh, the Chumash uh, once a year, but once upon a time, only finished it once every three years. But yes, there definitely was not the uniform sense. In fact, in the Rambam, in Hilchas Kriyas HaTayra, doesn't even codify the Chiyuv and, and the Hanhogo of reading the Torah, uh, 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 finishing it over a year. The, the original Takon of Meish Rabbeinu, it could have basically been the Skyim with different Kriyas for different communities based on what they needed. That's the impression you get from the Rambam. But yes, you're right. Simchas Teira only becomes a universal type of complete holiday once you have the total acceptance of the Minak Bovel of finishing the whole Hamisha Chumshay within one year. Yes. Okay. But, but the point I'm making is, is that Shmini Atzeris in, in, in the, in the essence of the holiday was always Simchas HaTorah, whether you would finish the Torah or not, for, for the reason I'm trying to explain, right? That, uh, you know, we, we were, and, and I believe it also explains why Chazal always referred to Shvuas as Atzeris. Torah doesn't call it Atzeris. Torah refers only to Shvisho Pesach and Shmini Atzeris as Atzeris. And Chazal, they, for some reason, they're hung up. They they keep on calling Shvuas Atzeres. So, you know, what I think the message is over there is that, of course, Shvuas, if we would have been Zoha and not lost the Madrig of Shvuas, that would have been the most joyous and highest holiday. You know, we had the Ksarm of Nasev and Nishma, you know, and, uh, and Paska Zuamasan. You know, there was, uh, you know, the, the, uh, we attained an amazing, uh, spiritual levels, which totally unified us, unified us with Torah in a perfect unity, represented by the first Luchos that even the tablets were Maisel Okim, which, uh, was parallel to the body of the person that, you know, our bodies were so pure. They did, were not, they, 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 they did not pose any resistance to Torah. And that's how you could say Naseh before Nishma, because the body won't resist. The body will not resist. But we lost that level because of Cheta Egel. And then, you know, and then you have, you have how Cheta Egel got compounded by the Cheta Meraglim. Hence the whole setback of the three weeks. This is a Sfarno's explanation of Atzeres in two places. And how he mentions that Sukkot, why Sukkot, why, what the Atzeres of Sukkot is. And he does also indicate the Simcha of his Bainanis in Taira. And, and he mentions how the Atzeres of Shvisho Pesach aligns with the Madrega of Hasoga that was achieved by Klau Yisrael in order to do the Shira, not the Ness of Kriyas Yamsuf, but rather the Madrega's Hasoga of Klau Yisrael that happens on the last day of Pesach that we can be Yonik from that occurred originally when they reached the Madrega Nevua through Moshe as well, but Moshe helping them, that's the Atzeres, the Sferno says, of Pesach. That's why Pesach is Atzeres. And, and Sukkot, the Atzeres is, to be Mizbonein uh, through Torah, in a, not in the wild whiskey-drinking Simchas Torah that you see in Shul's, but through that sort of Isbainanis. And he says Shavuos would have, could be called Atzeres, but it was knocked off. The Israeli would say Atzor, you have to stop and by the machsom and show your papers. Atzeres is a way to stop the actions and, and actually reflect back inward and relish what you've achieved. 
that's the atzor. That's the that's the idea of atzeres. Yes. So okay. So the uh, so the idea is that we need to rebuild what we lost, and uh, yo, know, that's and hence we got Elul, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. That's all we got. All that as a uh, as a countermeasure. Moshe is called up on Rosh Chodesh Elul to get the Luchoshnias. And then, you know, uh, through the whole process, ultimately we get Luchoshnias on uh, Yom Kippur. But, you know, as we know, we're still working, as we said, to, uh, you know, to uh, avoid the Goyim appealing, right? Uh, and, and, and to also internalize what we got on Yom Kippur. That's also part of it. We have to go from Lifnei Hashem Titharu to Usmachtem Lifnei Hashem Elokechem, right? To internalize it, to relish it. And uh, and Shmini Atzeres is indeed to rebuild and get to what Shvuas was meant to be, what Shvuas was meant to be. That now truly on Shmini Atzeres, you know, after the whole process of rebuilding, we get back to what Shvuas was meant to be. And Chazal dropped a hint, always oh, calling Shvuas Atzeres. You should know that the Shvuas as we know it is not complete. The closest thing to what it was meant to be is Shmini Atzeres. The Simcha Satora, where we totally have, uh, we have rebuilt to the maximum extent possible, right? And so we're, we're Sameach in the Torah. So Shvuas remains Chag Matan Torah, but Simcha Satora, which means Chibur, Chibur Latora. We reestablish our Chibur Latora that we lost because of Cheta Ego on Simcha Torah. And hence, you know, the Simcha that's just off the scale, Knimius of it. Of course, is you know the chibur, you know the chibur latira, right? Uh, which was disrupted by the cheta ego, and uh, now we've repaired it to the maximum extent possible, and that's why shminatzers always, in essence, was uh, simchas Torah, whether we would finish the Torah on that day or not. So, therefore, we go to the uh, so we heard you know from you know amongst the you know the atrocities. That were, uh, meant, you know, that were mentioned, you know, there are some things that are just off the scale, you know, you know, all Jewish blood, you know, spilled is a tragedy. We heard about babies, babies burnt, babies decapitated. This is something truly shocking. And, and this brings to mind, uh, a, a, a Medrashin Shira Shiram that by Matan Torah, when he brought I'm going to give you my Torah. I want guarantors. Who are your guarantors? So Amisol says, I'll give you the others. Amisol said, others are not good enough. Others are not good enough. And he said, because Avram, you know, uh, I don't want to say the exact examples, lest I not remember correctly. You know, Avram had this shortcoming. Yitzhak had this shortcoming. Yaakov had this shortcoming. The others aren't good enough. So he said, okay, yo, the Nevi'im will be our guarantors. And Rebarb says, oh, the Nevi'im also not good enough. Finally, Amisol said, our children will be the guarantors for Tyra. And Rebarshab said, okay, that I accept. That I accept. Your children will be the guarantors that you'll keep the Tyra. And, and now we have this horrible, the Dan Simcha Satara, when we're supposed to be alone from our Kodesh Baruch Hu, right? Just us and the Goyim have no, they, they, they're not supposed to be in that dimension at all. They're not supposed to be on the, in that plane, the Simcha Satara plane that we're on. On that day. And on this day, we're supposed to be Hebrew La Torah, right? So Rebarsham, he took the guarantors. He took the children. Right? It is the most tragic slap in the face. And we have to like, yo, know, be misborn, not just in the, the numbers and what's being uh, repeated over and over again 
you know, by the, uh, the the few media outlets that are half honest that this is the worst tragedy for Jewish people since the Holocaust. I means so much bloodshed and such atrocity on a single day, which there's something to be misboning in that message also. We know that the Quranic, whether it's a distortion or not, is really not relevant, but the Quranic impulses of these Reitzchim, it's are fueled with the idea that we are the Zyphonim, in other words, the Gilui to their Navi is the truth. The Jews are the Shakronim, and their Torah is Sheker. That any aspects that you're going to find there are bastardized versions of the truth that can only be found in the Quran. So as my friend spoke out, he said, even if you don't look at these Hailika children who were killed, who are Tinoika Shalichotu, the Torah is Chager Asak. Because the triumph that they have on that day is that, you see, their Torah is, is the right one. Their Quran is the right one. You see, are we able to be benatzeach then? It's almost like the day that we celebrate the nitzchias of our Torah. The people who attack it are the people who feel our Torah is sheker. The people who feel that the God that we understand, the one that we understand, whether it's through the Ramams or Gimomidois, or you give Yisoidus of Adas, however, is not the God, uh, the, that, that, that's a false God to them. So their Mitzvah is Mamish, a tremendous patch. And as my friend said, HaKadosh Baruch as he's davening, the zilzul to your name is incredible, not just because we are, it was Jews who were killed. I think that's a subtle, important point. I hope you appreciate it. I think it's a, it's, 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 it's like if they would be just be barbaric pagans, it's one thing. <laughs> but the day that they picked, the day, as you said, that we understand the Hebrew to this Torah that we know is supposed to be the refuah to the whole Bria, this Torah unchanged, which is the essence of how, t- how the world will be saved. The day that we celebrate that is the day that they are coming with their kayach, which is to be mahapech that Torah, to, to be mezalzel that Torah, to, 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 to basically declare that we are imposters and all Jews are really not even human beings because of how they have been, how they have destroyed the true word. It's hard for me even to say that, but that is what they believe. And that, that is in many ways the, the generator for their hatred. So it's even a greater, greater shock. So, so I think, Rabbi Yechen, look, I think both of us are, are swirling from this. What do you think needs to be the tikkun? What do you think needs to be the approach other than sending out our, our, our again, what the generals are doing, what the, what the troops are doing, what, what the security forces are doing? What do you think, Klal Yisrael, the Babi Machshava, like yourself and others, and the yeshiva light, what do you think they need to be processing now? I feel there was a missed opportunity, a, a terrible missed opportunity, uh, because as much as we were still Bechag, you know, the news leaked out uh, and we heard about it in our Simchas Torah and uh, in a few shuls, more than one, you know, right before Hakafis, there was a, you know, some, some to him, some to him. You know, and uh, in one shul, for example, is that, you know, you know, the, the, that there should be a zecher to the tsar. And so at the end of every hakafa, there'll be one slow niggin, one slow niggin, you know, you know, to, uh, I guess push down the, en- push down the energy, 
uh, you know, and feel a little bit sorry for ourselves. You know, one of these tear jerking minhug nigunim. I'm speaking about two shuls. I don't know what went on in all shuls. You know, in one shul, I asked that either I or someone else say a few words, and I was shot down. No, this is a, this is a yomtiv. Don't ruin the yomtiv. You know, of course, we sachem shemayim. They misunderstood the halacha on this. You know, you can't, you know, the gabai who shot me down when I said someone's got to say some divrei kivushin. So listen, when I was in Avelis with my parents, you know, my rov told me not to cry on Shabbos. Of course, ain't a riot domilanidon, a person who's dead already versus a tsara that's active. And he, it's, and it's, just, and it's often a shochanarach, simon reish peches, sif pays, I do believe. All right, fine. Now, of course, we sachem shekamrasim haisel shamayim, and who am I? I'm not in charge, and he was in charge. I'm not saying to be mavata kafis, but to point out the things that we spoke about that your Boshim considers our Hebrew to Torah not satisfactory, not satisfactory. You know, that the, uh, the din of Yom Kippur obviously did not go well, like we would like to imagine. So now that you have to, so now we have to inject a certain seriousness in the sense that, you know, when you dance with the Torah, ask yourself, how much do you really love the Torah? How much are you really machabed the Torah? Because Rebotion doesn't think so. So there should be like, ask yourself when you dance, how real is that? Right? And if you're given a safer Torah to hold, let it be an act. It be macabre, say for Torah, from the man who hands it to you with kavod, that with this, I am being macabre all Torah. When I receive the safe Torah to my hands to death, I am hereby being macabre all Torah, and I will be from those who said, Baruch HaShayokim is divrei Torah azos. And I feel that that opportunity was missed, you know, and, and, and I, and I've been, uh, and I was actually I have to say, I have to say my general, general outrage. Well, whether there was a, a kumzitz injected, injected into the hakafis, right? Because of the tsar. Whether, you know, it seems that, uh, in a few shuls, it seems that that's what's been going on. They see a few kudbertilim and then they sit down to, you know, sing slow songs that, uh, converting the whole thing into drama and to a certain type of entertainment. So I was in Eretzestro itself. So this, I didn't see and observe anything because the place where I was did not have any chutzlarts to commit on him. It was Kiryat God. But I would have thought that as, as Choshev as the Minig of are, it's a Minag. And therefore, because of this unprecedented Tsar, that Mephir, okay, we'll go once around, maybe. But to have Rikudim, while bodies were being discovered, and babies, as you said, were discovered decap- decapitated. And by that time, the reports were already in. And the fact that there were young, young men and older men were being sent to the front and their families were now being bereft of their main breadwinner and their partners, I would have actually felt and I, that perhaps, I, yeah, you know what? We did it. We, nothing. Not just a sad song. We get around once, the Mekayim, and maybe even Bintulakovs, because we're, we recognize it by the Shalom. It's much more than a Keton Shalmayim that you've been shaykh on us on Sukkot with rain. This is Mayim Reich Simhad This is Eish. This is Gofris. This is Mamish Azach. Now, what you were suggesting was you're here in Shul anyway. It's not like tomorrow where you're going to be on your cell phone or you're going to be driving somewhere or you're going to work. We've got you here anyway. Let's use this event to use it as an instructive moment. That's what you were saying. Yes. 
So you're not doing what Kivilevich thought, which was, look, we're canceling the damn thing. But Narvas, you're here, but we're going to alter it in a way that you're going to start the Tikkun. You're here anyway in Shul. You're anyway not doing Malacha. You're anyway being part, and there's going to be a Chosun Teir and a Chosun Bereshis. Let us change the whole Tzura to a way that it, it, it becomes more meaningful. I think that's what you wanted to happen. Yes. But as you say, instructive, instructive. Yes, I, I, instructive. I, I get Instructive it. is a very key word, instructive. Right, but, but again, I, I will tell you that I asked this question, a little bit of a different format to Yeshua Pfeffer, who is a Talmud of Rav Osher Weiss, and he's a Dayan, and a very hush of a thinker and writer. And um, he said to me, and I think the answer he said to me is not relevant to Futzlar. So I want to tell you what he said to me. He said, because I was talking about the Yismaitus that the Rabbanut demanded based on security reasons for all sorts of simchos from this point on. He talks about, they, they talked about weddings. They talked about brismila. It would include bar mitzvahs, that they should be betchuna mitzumtzemes as much as possible. So he said to me that he felt there was a counter idea which is the morale issue, that if the normal activities that we know, the weddings that were scheduled, the children that were brought into the world, the boys that reach majority, if we at this point say that this is going to be a different bar mitzvah for this boy, that it's not going to be, there's not going to be candies thrown, or we're not going to have a lebedika dancing with the chosen and kala, the morale of the society is going to suffer. And the morale, he felt, was crucial to the Leichmen because Eretz Yisrael isn't just an army that people donate themselves to be part of. It's a conscripted army that has from every family. And therefore, the fact that the people here are are, are going along with their lives being even and doing these things, despite the fact of what was being discovered, he felt that that was crucial for the war effort itself and was a level of a similar shayla, again, I don't want to varf here, but you know that one of the great yisoidists of the IDF is they don't leave the bodies on the field. That if, if there is someone who has been shot and is never dying or has died, they will get that body back. They will go, which is Lachora, it goes Keneged in many ways, Bikuach Nefesh ideas, right? Because you're going to send out another two or three to retake that body, you are now endangering them. He's dead, Nebuch. But when they asked uh, the, the Rabbanim in charge of Tzavad, I don't know how far it went up the chain, one of the answers that was given was the morale. The fact is that if you're Leichem and you know that you're going to be brought to Kever Yisrael and you know that they've got your back, you're going to be Leichem in a different way. You're going to feel the, the sense of a complete community. And therefore, if, if this wasn't in place, despite the fact that it's countered to Halacha in a way, it would create a, a sense of Adishut in the, 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 the fighters, a sense of Atzvus, and knowing this makes them better life. In a similar way, Pfeffer wanted to claim that going through with these simchas, 
with the clear recognition of the seriousness of the situation, means that the whole millions of people that represent Kalal Yisrael that's under attack still have their morale high. And I say this to you because I think it's interesting, but I think it's completely irrelevant to Chutzlars. You're right, they should be, we should be, they should be laughing, they should not fall into Marish because if they do, then they, the terrorists win. But we, the support system outside of Eretz Yisrael, the ones who hear the stories, the ones that know about it, we need, I think, to respond in, in, in a sense of, 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 of grief and pain. They're producing entertaining videos, whether it's upbeat videos, whether it's tear-jerking videos, anything but the real work, anything but the real work. And that's the problem over here. That was the lost opportunity by our coffers to turn into a, a, you know, a, a very heady, heady instructional, like ask yourself, how much you love the Torah, when you get the Torah, Torah, Torah are you really macabre old Torah? You know, that opportunity was missed, but I'm saying that that mistake, you know, uh, is repeating itself in our response that, that we're, we're in full drama mode, drama where we, you know, we are in real Sakana, real Sakana, you know, not just in our show, but here with all the anti-Semitism that's rearing its head. You know, uh, I have a daughter at MIT, and I was you know, really scared for our safety, you know, because they, they have the Jewish students there, they're together with Harvard. Even Beinenu Levenatsmenu, we have a fifth column amongst us. Yesterday, the Capitol, you know, there, there was another insurrection, although it's not being billed that way. You know, a bunch of people claim to be Jews, you know, you know, occupied the house, the House of Representatives. Demanding a ceasefire. Demanding a ceasefire. Claim to be Jews. Claim to be Jews, right? We have real trouble. Real trouble, real trouble, and we are responding by virtual signaling. You know, so we talk about the uh, and we sing stupid songs and we do dances. You know, Bishnah, like you said, the dance with the Chayalim, they need the morale. And you know what? And the Chesed workers that go Yom blind and distribute stuff, yeah, they could dance also and they should dance with the Chayalim and they could dance amongst themselves because they did something. But us here in Chutzlaretz, you know, anyone who's not anywhere near the battlefield or actually, uh, you know, support actively supporting the Chayalim, do real work. Do real work. Right. We have become a virtual signal Judaism. Yeah. Well, again, as, as, as someone who produced um, a number 17 or 18 programs while the war in its first days, I recognize the need to touch that emotional button. You know, normally, of course, you know, we, we have shiurim and we speak in learning and we argue in learning. But I did feel that people in Chutzlaretz need to hear real stories of people who had suffered, people who had shown great courage. And yes, there should also be, not for me, because I'm basically a podcast producer, and although I do give shiurim, but from the Gedele Yisrael, there should be directives of what we need to be masakin. And, and again, I, I, I heard conflicting ideas when I was in Eretz Yisrael. I heard that, at first I heard that we have to work on Kedusha Shabbos. We have to work on COVID Shabbos because clearly there was a problem in the way we have COVID Shabbos, which again, I heard later this was just a smoke screen because they needed, they didn't, they wanted to bring the kids to learn in a week early. So they wanted to give them a Dover Kal to learn instead of going into the depths of a deep Sugin Bava Mitzir Bava Basra. But okay, 
But again, so the smoke screen went up. But as you say, it, it, it can't just be that, as, as my good friend Mike Rothschild and his organ, uh, the, the Chovetz Chaim Heritage Foundation says, that of course, the main thing now is Shmir Zaloshan. The main thing now is more activity in Shmir Zaloshan and to be medactic, because without Shmir Zaloshan, our tires and tefillah is shot. Okay? So I, I say with all respect to Mike, who I like, and I don't know if it was, it may have been Gedele Yisrael told him that, but it was basically this idea, that, again, let's use this time to press the button and say, now it's time to learn Shmir Saloshon, make a Shmir Saloshon Chabura. And with this, that will eliminate all the blotches on your Torah and Tefillah, because you're not a, a hypocrite, because here you are, your nis are in your peh, and this way your davening is going to be better and your learning is going to be better. All of that, I would say, makes me want to throw up. Even though I, I believe that Shemir Salashin is a very terrible thing and maybe contributed to why God showed us that we aren't doing the right thing. Let the Mayetzes say something besides uh, a different chizuk and, 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 and appeal. There's got to be more to it. The, the, sim, the symbolism, as you say, of Shemini Atzeres, the Hariga Bishmini Atzeres demands a, a much greater approach. This is a, 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 a God is bellowing at us. If, if Corona wasn't enough, which itself was off the charts, the changes, the differences, doesn't this coming on the basically a year or two after Corona is in the rear view mirror, isn't this another basically lightning bolt from God saying something has got to change here on a fundamental level for Gwalia's rope? To be satisfied with the stories that 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 move your heart, I agree. It's got to be more than that. I disagree because I think we need to press a lot of buttons. People are so today, Rabbi Yechon, so different than they were when you were a child, when I was a child. People today, their attention spans are short. They, despite the fact that they have um, uh, outlawed screens and videos and movies and Zavid, they are still a movie video listening people. So therefore, hearing an interview or watching something or hearing this, this uplifting music becomes the, the, the inoculation or whatever you want to call it. That becomes the standard for our young people. Not necessarily the Bnei Torah who, who sit, or Omal Petaira uh, with, with tremendous hasmada, but for the average from kid, that's somehow, oh, you got to watch this video. Oh, you got to see this. Oh, you got to see right? this two-minute or three-minute uh, talk from Charlie, whoever it is, right? And maybe it's not great. But that, I think, is the mentality that's been pervasive for years. And that's the problem. And that's the problem. And that is the problem. The is not happy with that. Let me just say right now, and don't edit this out. Do not edit this out. God is not gay. He doesn't care. You do a Tansen Shul, where it's like a labor dick and niggin, and you, and you, you, you shuckle your tuchus right in, back and forth in front of his own courage. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. He's not impressed with that. You got your dopamine rush and think you're a spiritual person, and all that you have fakers, these neo-Hasidic bozos, bozos, who tell you're a premium sticker yid. You're a premium sticker yid. 
Because you throw your tuchus around. I, 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 I stop. That's why we say in Rosh Hashanah, Shanir Leroish, Belolazanov. We should serve our country with our head and not with our tuchuses, right? <laughs> Work it with your head and, and, and learn sugis and, and do, and, and do real premiums, do zayar, do real chasidis, not this neo chasidic crapola. So what you're saying is, although you're not discounting the great Avedis Hashem that Sadiqim sometimes achieved through Rikud and through Simcha, yeah. Somebody who, who just three weeks ago or three months ago or a year ago decided that he was going to become this type of Jew has no right to believe, as the Nitziv says very often, you have to be a Baal Madrega to be a Meraki. Yeah, be David Amalek first. Be David Amalek and then dance, okay? <laughs> if you're a serious person, it's a Mila that you're dancing if you're Be'etzim a serious person. But if you're a Klee Rake, does Nishkin Pella that you're dancing? Part of it is really the rise and conquering of NCSY and Kiruv. There was a certain surah that it took on. And it took on, it was sort of based a little bit on the Israeli horror dancing and other things. But that's really what it was about. And you're right, it's sort of a a, a relative of of what Chassidim do. But yes, we, we need fundamental change. There needs to be things that, the same way the secular Jews are recognizing that this is a sea change in their lives, that they have to rethink what they thought and go differently, the B'nai Torah, the Yeshiva Welt, has to take this as a klop and it make an extreme chesh nefesh. Now, unfortunately, as we said, there's who are the oracles that are everyone is going to push their baby, right? But it, but the message. Has to be better. It has to be something that's nikarim divrayemis. And um, I agree with you. We have become lazy. We become magusha. We become satisfied with the three minute video. Oh, that's what I listen to. And and again, I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to argue. I'm going to look. I Eli Stefanski is someone that I know. He is the grandson of one of the biggest cup kept in the 20th century in learning of Mutl Savitsky's, he's a Mutl Savitsky's grandson. His father, Yankel, is also a tremendous Tamakaka. And Ellie has done a great thing in terms of getting people interested. But Ellie Stefanski should be a stop, and then you should move on. The idea that that this is my learning, okay? This is my dafi. The daf, you gotta roll up your sleeves and learn. You can't, yes, you've got to entertain to get people's seats into the auditorium of learning. But then you should want to wave them goodbye. And Ellie and all the other people who are using what you would call dramatic or uh, adulterated memes, they need to be speaking out there and saying, we've got to upgrade a lot. Right, and we're getting into now, yo, know, why Avram Vinu was why why Yadus, the chosen people, starts from Avram and not from Noah. So Rashi, in essence, gave it away. Noah had to right? He needed to be supported, right? So now, Frek the Maral, the Maral and the Gurai, I think, right there on that Rashi says, yo, know, if you read the pasuk, it sounds like Noah is bigger than Avram. Esel Kim is Halech Noah. Noah walks with God. Avram, so that's together. That's Tveikus, no. Avram Vinu walks ahead of God. Avram Vinu walks ahead of God. That sounds like separation. So says the Maharal, 
right there on that Rashi to explain. Listen, if you're only as from as how you feel like being from, and you could feel like being from because that's the extent of Shefa that there is on you at the moment, right? So you're just going with the status quo, you know, where, you know, you stick with where you're at. You stick with where you're at. That's a guy. You know, that's a good guy, but that's a guy. If Otaka stay where he's supposed to be. Avram Vinu breaks records. He breaks forward. He runs ahead, right? He's not satisfied to only be as from and only as big of an Ovid and only as a big of a learner as the Shefa that is on him at the moment. He pushes ahead. He pushes ahead. That is the fundamental difference between the Sheva Mitzvah Benoch that just keep the world on life support and, and preserve the status quo. Kuli Haivulai, that's if they keep the Sheva Mitzvah. And the Taryag Mitzvah is to cause the world to evolve. Evolve yourself. Evolve yourself to become a more spiritual being and change the world. Change yourself, change the world. I've already began that revolution of making change and not sitting in one place, but always running forward. A Yid always runs forward. He doesn't stay in one place. That's our mission. That's why they hate us so much. They just want to preserve the status quo. We are coming and we're shaking things up. That's our, that's our job in the world. That's why we're here. That's who we're supposed to be, right? We're always supposed to be, you hit, you hit a madrega, you move to the next madrega. You keep on going. We're constantly walking, and Bishkusti will be constantly walking here. He won't be on the same Madriga or Lomabo either. And that's, you know, by his Halech Avram Lifneokim, right? His Halech Lefonai. Walk before me. Keep moving. And Bechukosai Telechu. That's Shetiwa Melim Batera. Constantly moving, constantly changing, constantly growing. If you'll only be as from as you feel like, and you'll, you'll be, you'll be all spiritual if you have the right schnapps and the right music, right? That's not a yid. Nayach, of course, uh, was a grandson of Mr. Shalach. And you can imagine that Mr. Shalach, uh, was the Tzadik Ador. Tzadik Ador, whose life experience and understanding of the Welt was, was immense. The longest living human being. And you can imagine that Mr. Shalach get oiskelert Nayach. The Nayach was raised on his knees. Whereas you have Avram Avinu, who by the time he is born, whatever good, Terach is not a Rosha, but clearly Terach, the, the Sviva that Avram Avinu was raised in, was, was not the Hashkofa type of understanding of God that Noyach had. So you're right, Avram is a pusher and a mover because that's, he had to be. Ben Gimel Hikar is and it took years till that search was over. I mean, when the Rambam indicates the greatness of Avram vis-a-vis Noach, that is what he points to. The fact that he came to God through his intellectual desire to discover the truth, to be able to find something, Noach was given it to him. He really didn't have much of a choice, whereas Avram actually went opposite of how he was raised and asked the difficult questions which is also reflected in the other difference between them, is that Avram took it upon himself to invest himself in being the mouthpiece for God, that it should not just rest with him and with a bunch of his Hasidim and his family. It had to be 
a calling for as much of the world as possible. It says in Parshat Chayasara, Avram Avinu in his life was well known as a preacher of an idea. Maybe Oner, Eshkel, and Mamre weren't on the Darga of Avram, but he changed them from paganism into understanding. So yes, Avram, this is what Avram is a symbol of and what we all have to be about, seeking seriously and also being able uh, to withstand, as, as, as the Rambam says, you know, in Mernavuchim, that Avram engaged in debates. We have to be able to, to, to have such a tfisa on our yadus that we can defend it, that we understand it, that it isn't just, I don't want to hear it, all I am is a yid with a munapshuta and leave me alone. Avram Avinu, if we take him as the, as the model, was someone who understood the other side and understood exactly why what we have and what he had, what he had discovered, was a much better approach and a greater approach. So I, I, I agree with you. Complacent Judaism is a cancer. Which includes art scroll. Our, our Ben Tor should not touch an art scroll Gemara. My Rabbeim spoke out against it, and they saw the Sakana when it was first coming out. Ramesh used to give us shmuz when the first article of came out, what a cancer it's going to be to Klal Yisrael. Made us a very, very shallow, lazy people when the Gemara was always our mental gym to build our mental muscles. I actually wanted to, so I, I wanted to add to that something you, you might have hinted to earlier. And again, you know, we mentioned why Shavuos is called Atzeres only by the Bali Torah Shabal and not by the Torah itself. And I think part of the reason is, is because because of how Shakua they were in Torah Shabal and helping form it, they were being typhus what Shavuos was, even though most of Klau Yisrael couldn't. If you are into Teresh and with its difficulty, and you're right, the purpose of art scroll is to make it non-difficult. When we start with a sugi that I can't put one line next to the other, and then we roll up our sleeves without footnotes, without introductions, by wonderful Tamir HaChomim, who Baruch Hashem get Parnosa for doing it. That's but the main tikkun that they got. Right? <laughs> but, but when you do it, when you have to frustrate yourself and then work it out, you work out a lot more than the sugi of Chanina Skan Koyanin, or the sugi of Tukfa Koyin, or the sugi of, of Kenyan Aperiski Kenyan Aguf. You work out the psoilus within yourself. That's correct. That is correct. It's a big tikkun to the individual and cosmically. The same way the Arizal said that the sweat that we put in to B'dikas Chometz, is a tikkun. The shows that, that, that Tamir Chachobim have by being mamis atzmam al-teira is a tikkun. And again, this should call for, I, I wouldn't say outlawing art scroll, but I would say the limiting of art scroll. So now, now, but we can take it even a step further. But before you go on, I just want to say, Rav Chaim Vital said that for that reason, the Ariza was the biggest in Pilpul in his door, and and his Eun Seder every morning was so strong that he would break out in sweat. 
So, Mamash, what you said about Padika's house, you know, Rav Chaim Vital said about the Arizal's pilpul, because it breaks the klipas. It breaks the klipas, and it's machlish the sitrachra. When you go with your laziness, you leave the sitrachra really un- unopposed, and you're a Noach type of guy. You're not an Avram type of guy. Avram is always challenging and pushing the goalposts and being mitzamsem, the turf of the sitrachra. Noach was looking to strike a balance. Between the Sitrach and Sitra Kedusha that was sustainable. Aramina's always pushing the goalpost and lessening the turf that the Sitrachar has in the world and has in himself. And that's what a yid is. Yeah, so if what is being called for is a fundamental rethinking of every aspect of Jewish life, not just Shmira Saloshan on one hand, not just Sihiras and Kovat Shabbos, not even perhaps what I, I want to compliment my friends at Surba Mirabonon who put out an emergency likut of Inyonim of Achtus in Halacha. What you're calling for, Yechana, is a A to Z, Aleph to Tov, Imercha reevaluation. And to basically say everything. You talked about the dancing, but it, it's, it could be the learning. It could be the way we give tzedakah. It could be, and in, which includes the way we do everything, needs to be re-evaluated. We don't know how God works, but you should not think that you are in any way comparable to the type of sacrifices they're doing. That being said, you need to say, not just, I got to do more tzedakah. You've got to fundamentally rethink the way you give stuff. You can't just say, you know what? No more batola. No, no. There's something wrong in the way you're learning. It's not the cigarettes you go out for and, 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 and taking the phone call during Seder. There's something wrong inherently about how you're learning. Every, every single person has to strip himself down completely because Elul, and if you think about it, how, how terrible it is. And maybe... When we were thinking about Moshe Rabbeinu going up to the Har, the mullahs and, and, and planners in Iran and Beirut were planning the Retzach, the greatest one since the Holocaust. And therefore, the four, like you say, this was an abject, total, and complete failure, which God needed to wake us up to tell us that we have to change totally and completely. You have a door that maybe cannot do the same sort of um, dexterous thinking and learning of 120 years ago that, that were the beginning of that Lumdisha revolution and the beginning of the 20th century. We have a door that, that and it's going to be hard for them to perhaps replicate that type of amelus that we know was the hallmark of the great yeshivas, whether they be Tells or Slabotka or Kamenetz. However, you're treading into a territory that, you know, needs some fine-tuning. For example, could one say the Masifta Gemaras, which basically give you the whole, anything you need in one volume, right? So instead, right, you've seen Masifta, you know what it is. Yes. So again, it's a great tool, but has Masifta also taken away Amelis? 
Others will say, well, Masifta puts everything so clear that now I can do the next work. So that, that's what I think perhaps needs to be explained. Yes, we don't need to have to run to the shelf if you have it right here. You've saved time. Because you've saved time, you should now push yourself to think even deeper. Okay, you didn't have to collate the psukim like you had to do before because the psukim are all in front of you. These guides and aids to learning can force you to use the limited amount of time that you have to actually push towards a greater type of thinking. So I think we have to be careful in terms, yes, throw arts for away perhaps, but that doesn't mean we throw away everything that makes things easier, like Oitzra Chochma or the Barilan the Bar-Ilan program. Those okay. things which we used to spend, I said called Rabbi Yosef for a second, we used to spend, Rabbi Yochanan, a lot of time, hmm, I wonder who talks about this. Maybe if I I'll go into Gillian Marshall, maybe he's going to find me something that I could find that for someone who actually deals with this kasha. No. Now you open up the Frankel Rambam, you've got a Sefer Mafteach, so now you have, you start a lot, you're much more ahead in learning than you would be 50, 60, 100 years ago. A lot of that stuff has been taken care of. But now what's incumbent on you is to do even greater things. Since that time, you've saved that time, you should now push yourself to think. And, And I would say again, everybody's different. There are people like you that don't maybe spend a lot of time saying, oh, I, I'm going to read the Shurim of Shmuel Ravzovsky. I'm just going to, once I've done the Suge, I'm going to do Shur of Shmuel, and he's going to, I'm going to listen to him. There's others that said, look, I've got to create my own Shur of Shmuel Ravzovsky. I've got, I've got to learn myself. I, I don't think we can demand that everybody have that enough courage within their own intellectual ability. However, that should also be a stepping stone. Use your own mind to not be just a critical nitpicker, but actually now think about how you thought about the subject before you looked at it. Think about it now. What was wrong with the way you were thinking? What now? Oh, now you see Rashmul. Think about those differences as opposed to, you know what? Let me see what he says. Oh, I've got Akasha. I found someone who asked Akasha and then spend the time reading that person. Try your best. Work at the Psalmus out within you. Yeah, okay, now you want to hear that? And now you can actually, in fact, allow yourself to reflect backwards and say, what was it that I was missing? And say, now that I've seen how the expert does it, I now see what I'm missing. I see the Nakuda that I need. And that's a searcher. That's someone who searches wants to perfect himself. That's Avram Avinu. That's Avram Avinu. Meshotet Bedaito. That's what a yid is. But what do we say Yisrael is, right? Shasarisa im keil. Elohim v'anoshim v'atuchal. Yes. V'atuchal. Sarisa Elohim v'anoshim v'atuchal. It's fighting. It's fighting. It's it's pushing. It's it's putting yourself, seeing what ale is, v'atuchal. And then after you've, you've struggled, after you've fought, recognizing that you can become. But if there is, like you say, if there is no struggle, a Kaddish Baruch Hu is telling us, yes, there's going to be a struggle. We all have to know. It's easy in learning. But I think we have to probably rethink Maisa Chassadim as well. We have to rethink many aspects. 
or even these are things which need, without getting all Hasidish Chumras, but that also, I believe, probably is an area of life that needs to be looked at again. Our, our, the, the type of Arab Shabbos shopping that we do, right? <laughs> In terms of, okay, I got six different types of herring. All right, right, right. Again, the, the, the you call it being, it's, it's, it's more than just wanting it easy. It, it, it's reveling in the gashmias that is layered with like here's the it's it's the Rebbe's herring right <laughs> okay so right so you know you can almost feel like okay I got this is the Levi Yitzchak Berdichev herring this is the, uh, the this is the Kedushas Levi herring right okay did you open a Kedushas Levi you know <laughs> right did right? did you open a no but I ate the herring. You know, like, so, so, so I'm agreeing with you, but I think part of it is also, without taking Parnos away from these entrepreneurs who came up with the idea, is that Fresarai is 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 essential to our lives. All one has to do, Yochanan, is to open up the mega edition of Mishpacha for Sukkot or for Pesach. The first 45 pages are all about pressing. They're about fressing. They're about begodim. They're all about kinyanim of ochel and levush, and that is that's primary. And it's like we got to appeal a consumerist mindset that again is an indicator of the I don't care if you put eighty tzaddikim on the cover, but the, if the first hundred pages till you get to any article of substance is basically ads. About this beautiful uh, Svarim Shrak and this beautiful place and this, this vacation that you could take, you know, with, with, with all these stellar superstars. Once again, it is, it is, it is, it is not a Yadus that, that it's, it's a comfortable one and it has a certain Gishmak, but it's not one that, that is about challenge. It's about obtaining. It's about having. It's about re- reveling. In possessions, as opposed to recognizing, like the Jews in Eretz Yisrael, that all their homes and everything are, are, can be taken away from them in an instant. The three hundred families that I was with in in the, in, in, in the Jerusalem Plaza Hotel came with two suitcases. Their begotten were being provided for them by the chasadim of 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 of, of, of people every day. That's how, that's <laughs> that's a dark of, of, of being able to makapa when you realize that everything you have is, 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 is can, can dissipate and, and all you have is what the Rabbani Shalom allows you, then there is no kochi yodi anywhere. And, and I think what you're saying needs to be amplified. And G'dayu Yisrael have to have the courage to say, Rabbi Yisai, like you said, we did not have Either we didn't have a, a kapara, we we should be crying much more than the Jews in the time of Shleim Melech who cried because they ate during Yom Kippur. We should be crying because we are still those averis have not been necessarily nishaper the way they could have been. I think I'm. I, I think that is your point. And if it is, do we have the guts, the courage, and the Confidence in ourselves to hear that message. 
or are we going to be cowards and basically be satisfied with what you call drama or the easy stuff? In terms of your own programming, do you find yourself also with a message just for Yechon and Bechavar that you want to share? In other words, are you going to change any of the dogish of the type of shir? Are you going to? Well, well I mean, uh, well, since this, uh, you know, right after, as soon as uh, we were allowed, uh, Yom Tov went out, uh, or within a day or two, I started a few new shir, and I, I teach racist chachma every day. You know, so far, bli neder, bli shvua, and uh, and it actually, it's going to. It made it to. Uh, my good friend Rabbi Jack Abramowitz is also adding it to the OU, uh, you know, OU Torah, because you know, the Rashi's Chachma. Rabbi Yaakov used to say, uh, used to say, it's uh, you know, every page gives new year He also said that indeed the Eight Sahara will not let you enjoy that safer. He will not let you because he knows if you uh, you enjoy it, he's toast. He's finished. And it has in it, like I said, a lot, a lot of Zayar. You know, as I said when I introduced the series. And when uh, the Zohar itself says, and Parshan also, it helps to save from Hevle Mashiach, Uben Yifkun Min Galusa Barachamin. But of course, he takes only the Zohars that are uh, Nogea to every Yid, you know, Yira Shemaim, Yira Schet. And, uh, and, and in a similar vein, uh, you know, the Rav Shlomo Al-Ghazi, I think it's the Rit Al-Ghazi's grandfather, also himself a guy in Olam, like all the Al-Ghazis. He has a sefer called Mulefes Sapirin. Uh, which is a liquid of Zayar that shovel chol nefesh, and he himself translated it to Lashon Hakarsh. It's his tirgum, uh, so it's definitely reliable. I have a series in that. Were these things that you were pushed to because of those events, or they were already on the because of the events? Because of the events. Because of the events, you've decided to to actually like you know. I remember. I think it's a member from the Alter Mikelm. I think. That they, when they were learning Rashi's Chochma, there was almost like an idea that they were going to put the Rashi's Chochma in the Ara and, and take the Sefer Torah out because it was such a holy Sefer and it was so scary. Many people right. actually feel that 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 it, it made such demands of Oiv De Hashem that it scared people off. But you're actually going to unleash the lion of That's right. Rashi's Chochma. It and, was because of the events, yes. Because of the events. Because of the events. Well, Ashrecha, and I think all Marbitzei Torah, like yourself, should make a similar cheshbon anefesh about how it isn't just going to be oylem kimenogeg. And of course, obviously, you are you have a mystical bent that you believe, uh, like the Zoyer says, that Clearly, we are standing at a precipice that we need rachme uh, shemayim and yitzias from Golis. Again, thanks for for taking uh, for taking the time uh, to shmuz adorch. And yeah. allow me to interrupt you uh, and be macabre some things. And Mr. Shem, look, we will we will hopefully uh, uh, touch base with each other soon again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you liked what you heard. If you did, please take a moment to share this or any of the many episodes available on our platform with friends in order to help grow our community. Until next time, shalom. Shalom.